this is what you're fighting for. I mean, every day you're out there. What they're doing is blowing people off. If you continue to look the other way and shut up, then the oppressors, the authoritarians get total control and total power. Because this is just like in Arizona. This is just like in Georgia. It's another element that backs them into a quarter and shows their lies and misrepresentations. This is why this audience is going to have to get engaged. As we've told you, this is the fight. All this nonsense, all this spin, they can't handle the truth. War Room Battleground. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, we have six weeks uh, from tonight. It is Tuesday, 27 September in the year of early 2022. And some of the biggest issues that have ever faced this country face us now in this. As we said, when we first started pandemic, there was going to be this pandemic that caused a uh, a collapse in aggregate demand and problems with the supply chains that was going to trigger this pandemic would trigger an economic crisis that would then trigger a capital markets crisis that then would trigger a geopolitical crisis. And that's what we'd be left with. And here we are today in September of 2022, and we got them all coming together. And most of these are created crises by man's bad thinking, bad policies, miscalculations, and sometimes malfeasance. Naomi Wolf has rolled over to the segment. We got Dr. Malone on uh, right after him. Colonel Mills, we're packed today. Naomi, this thing's so disturbing because, and we only got a couple of minutes. I got to get you back tomorrow, but what you, you've already dropped a bombshell here. Here's what I thought. And look, I understand the FDA and the CDC, you guys have been going after them and, they, and they've just been horrific this entire time. But I thought Israel, particularly when the original studies came out about the, about the vaccines, I mean, we were reporting that all the time where people were saying how these, uh, how the, the research was at this level, the doctors were at this level, um, and people just took it on face that, you know, these studies were correct, that the, 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 what the people were saying. And now it's kind of with this, I guess in real time, the investigative reporting, they're saying the Ministry of Health is just as incompetent or corrupt as the FDA or the CDC, that this was not true at all. In fact, it's maybe the exact opposite. So people are sitting there go, how can that be? How, how can it, on one hand, we hear this a year and a half ago and everything is fantastic and they're all the best. And now we're seeing that the Ministry of Health is running around, maybe not had put forward all the right information, maybe put forward wrong information. I think that's what people are going to have a tough time, you know, reconciling. So how do we reconcile it, ma'am? I mean, this is a global crime. And as we discussed with the Politico article, it was initiated above the heads of nation states by these bad nonprofits in the World Health Organization. And so uh, I feel that Israel was like a um, part of the branding of Pfizer and Moderna, and they would use Israel to kind of roll out messaging. For instance, it was out of Israel that the announcement is in April of 2021 came that the uh, original uh, series of injections uh, fade in efficacy, and so we all need a booster. Um, and it, you know, there's a leaked Ministry of Health video in which uh, the the equivalent of the CDC in Israel is basically saying, "Look, people are going to come after us legally for these bad outcomes, for these adverse events, for this damage." They're sustaining. What are we going to do? How will we roll this out? Continue to roll it out so that we're protected legally. Um, but Israeli civil society was captured the same way uh, civil society elsewhere was, and they were the models for the green pass. Remember, they were the models for the vaccine passport at the very earliest rollout of the vaccine passport. How can people? Because uh, I want to get back on tomorrow and develop this. But how can people go? Where do they go? for your writings, pulling this together, how do they go 
to the site and where should they go to get this latest? And even that video we did is your cold open because this thing about the mothers and the lactating and the breast milk is not just very disturbing. It's actually heart rendering. When you read the, when you read the individual reports of the babies dying a couple of days, I mean, this is going to cut to the heart of, of everybody. So how do they get more information before you, we get you back on, ma'am? I'll tell you, um, and it's neurological phenomena, it's anaphylactic shock, it's liver damage, it's convulsions, it's neuroleptic malignant syndrome by the hundreds in these documents. So you can see the five reports that your team, the War Room Daily Cloud team of volunteers did out of the good of goodness of their heart for the service of humanity in May and June of this year. You can see them all on dailyclout.io. Share them. Share them with women of childbearing age, of dads-to-be. Um, and you can find me at Dr. Naomi R. Wolf. And the book that explains all of this is The Bodies of Others. Uh, but this is, I mean, we need to protect the babies. I mean, you know, the, this has to stop. And and if, if nothing before I led this to stop, this has to stop. Naomi Wolf, uh, we'll work with you afterwards about getting you back on tomorrow. I know you're very busy, but this is a kind of a blockbuster story. So thank you very much. Honored to thank have you. you on here. Thank you. Dr. Mona, I've got you on for another topic, but I got to ask you just on generally, you know, every day, I think it's yesterday we saw some report that the booster pickup is only 1.2%. And the boosters, you cut, this, you cut the football games on, you cut the, you cut, uh, the MSNBC, CNN. It's just the drumbeat on getting back to the vaccines and the boosters is still as big as it was when they first rolled out. And yet people are just not buying it. And you've seen different reports on the unions and just everything coming up every day. It looks like people run away from that. Is that because the evidence in your mind is now becoming clearer and clearer as we get farther into this uh, public health uh, situation, sir? It's clear the narrative is collapsing and largely has collapsed. Uh, I hear all over the world, including, as you know, I prepped for our call today and speaking to folks in Italy, they're done. Uh, they, the failure of these products to provide protection, I think, has been the most compelling, is uh, that they are not providing uh, protection. They are not safe, nor are they effective. And, and I think that that has is going to have consequences for world health that are going to extend far beyond this. Um, I'd be glad to talk a little well, bit the more. The hang, 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 hang on. The consequences are going to be just a lack of credibility. I mean, I want to get to the Italian situation. They were one of the first ones in the early days they had to confront it because of the situation with, I guess, the uh, up in Milan of the fashion show and people coming in for China. Remember, that was the original hotspot even before New York. Uh, and the country was put in lockdown. I think the country was one of the first ones that took up the vaccine. So a regular, correct me if I'm wrong, after you did a couple of your small kind of workshops, the first, I think, international conference you pulled together of the what I call Xenophon's the 10,000 doctors took place in Rome, which be, has become kind of the one of the centers of this whole controversy. Go ahead, sir. So that's true. The International COVID Summit in Rome was a big success and it streamed out to millions. Uh, there's another conference from Hippocrates, which was one of the key organizations for that, that's going to happen this Saturday. Um, the Italians are moving on in so many different ways, uh, as you know, after having recovered from this. But uh, Naomi was right that I can tell you first person that the FDA believed uh, 
or at least the senior FDA personnel I was talking to believed that the Israeli government was a source of true and accurate data. And clearly that's that's been blown away. But globally, I think everybody is pretty much done with this. And this, they're gonna have, they're, one of the things, Steve, that we published a couple of days ago, you probably missed, was there was a, a major 4,000 person study in Yale much more rigorous than any study that was done for the vaccines in many ways, six month follow up to fine tune the propaganda messaging. They tested it in human clinical trials. We've all been subjected to a massive pre-planned propaganda campaign. And the good news is that we're all increasingly becoming immune to this type of strategy and we can see through it. Of course, the war room helps with that in so many different ways. But you talk about the propaganda and maybe going forward, we say people are over it. You know, obviously people in Italy are over it. People in the United States, only 1.2% of the people that are eligible have taken the boosters. So clearly the word's getting out there. But there's been a lot of carnage. If what Naomi is saying that this real-time, you know, magazine is reporting and investigating reporting in Israel, the carnage that's been done, the damage that's been done, it's no longer the pro we know the propaganda is not selling anymore because people are going to new sites and they're kind of making their own decisions. That's why the boosters are not. That's why you see, you know, so many people walk around without masks when they're still saying in certain areas there got to be mask mandates. People are over it, but that doesn't address. First off, the, the really destruction of public health credibility of officials, but more importantly is the d damage or potential damage that has actually been done by these vaccines if what's coming out now with Israel and some of these other reports are true. So how do you handle that? Hey, I want to just give a shout out to Neil Oliver of GB News, who is actually the first one I'm aware of to break this story and to show the Israeli video. Uh, how do you handle it? Let me just give you some uh, real world data. Uh, from today, this comes from the Instituto Superior de San Sanita, which is the Israel. I'm sorry, the Italian FDA. The current stats are that on average, for every unvaxed infection, there are seven that are vaxed. Likewise, uh, one to seven in the intensive care units, and a ratio of one unvaxed to four vaxed dead with COVID. That doesn't even take into account the. Uh, um, vaccine post-vaccination injury and mortality and morbidity, just as you've had Ed Dowd on. I mean, Steve, you've done a great job all the way through this, documenting this human tragedy, uh, together with Naomi, Ed, and so many others that you've had on. Um, the question is, how serious is this wave of post-vaccination morbidity and mortality going to be? How long-lasting is it going to be? What I've been told is that Did he freeze? Did we lose uh, Dr. Malone? Let's try to reboot him. Okay. Uh, obviously very disturbing. And Dr. Malone's got uh, some stuff to talk to us about Italy also. Do we have Colonel Mills? Can we go to Colonel John Mills? Colonel Mills, uh, I want to shift gears for a second and, and say we got six weeks from tonight. It will be election night of the most important midterm since 1862. <laughs> Correct me if I'm wrong. You volunteered once again to serve your country. And I think you've volunteered as a, is it a poll worker? Is it an election official? Is it a judge? What are your, I saw your documentation. What are you exactly, Colonel? Yeah. Sworn election official. And this concept, it's taken several years to educate 
a lot of the political class on this. That's a, a poll watcher is in front of the table. Okay, so uh, sworn election officials are behind the table. Now, there are little differences in terms and titles and things like that. But regardless of the title, it's very important to work behind the counter. Where do you want to work? Do you want to work in, in front of the counter or do you want to work behind the counter where the votes are being counted and uh, being assessed? So I think it's intuitive and obvious that uh, it's behind the counter is where, where one wants to work. And that's, that's the key thing. And uh, Steve, I, I tell you what, it has taken several years to educate the political class on these, on these very important concepts because immediately everybody opts to, oh, that's a poll watcher. Well, uh, in the state of Virginia, no, a poll watcher is a function of a political party. This is a deputized yeah. citizen. This is what the New York Times and they did the, the breakdown of the infrastructure. This is how we are getting engaged, their civic duty is to get engaged and make sure this is how Yunkin won and people were sure that it was free and fair, 95% participation with uh, on the official side, not the poll watchers, we're talking about poll workers and judges. Real quickly, Colonel, what was the process? I want everybody in this audience to know, this is what we have to do. You can't whine, you can't moan, we are where we are. How do you follow Colonel John Mills? You've dedicated so much of your life to your country already. How do people do this, sir? It is you, you go onto your county website and and look for this. Be a sworn election official. Believe me, in Virginia, uh, this is I've been pushing this for several years because we are not an 80-20 county or state, yet uh, Republicans were were extinct and nowhere to be found as sworn election officials. They always says, oh, no, we're going to do poll workers. Well, you know, we lost Virginia 11 years ago. And uh, no, no, you know, the, the proper place is behind the counter being a sworn election official. And this is part of the action plan. This is part of the action plan to, to take America is citizens. You got to get off the couch, get in the game. Don't get angry, get involved and uh, and be part of the solution behind the counter running the election. That's where you start finding out all these crazy things. I mean, I've been duking it out with my registrar who uh, helped force her out in uh, early 21, and now she's been indicted by uh, Attorney General Miaras. You got you got to duke it out with them. You can't wait for a lawyer to, to fly in and do your work, for, your dirty work for you. You got to do it yourself. Got to get involved. You have to, you have to, you have to stand your ground. Remember, we want free and fair and transparent elections. If that happens, we'll win. Real quickly, Colonel Mills, uh, people can find it. Your new book is out. We'll have you back on it go in depth, but people can see how you dedicate your life to the service of your country. What's the title and what's the easiest way people can go find out about your story? Oh, thank you, Steve. And you wrote a wonderful preface. The nation will follow. This is me realizing and discovering I was right in the middle of this spying on candidate and then President Trump, me fighting to do something about it, getting in front of the uh, getting in front of the, the investigation on, on this. And, uh, you know, this is so important. And I realized it took me four years to get in front of John Durham and tell my story. And uh, it was really a lot of lot of fighting. But the nation will follow dot com. It's the story of this. And then what do we do about it? It's the action plan to fight your ground in your county. 
Uh, the, the Amazon has the soft copy, the audio, and the Kindle. The Nation will follow. Hard copy is on the nationwillfollow.com. Yeah. So hard copy, nationwillfollow.com, soft copy, audio on Amazon. The Nation will follow. And you wrote an absolutely incredible preface. I thank you, Steve. Well, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to give away the, your Damascene moment, but you've got to see. Everybody's on the road to Damascus, and your was pretty shocking when it finally dawned on you after, what, 30 years in the military. Hey, something's not right here. Colonel Mills, thank you very much. Honored to have you on here. I want everybody to go get the book, The Nation Will Follow. Thank you, sir. And thank you for volunteering to be a election official, sworn election official. Yes, sir. De- we want tens of thousands of people. To- to follow Colonel Mills. Uh, let's go back. I think we have Dr. Malone. Uh, so Dr. Malone, uh, this information is coming out now. So how do we clean up the mess that's been left behind, sir? Boy, that's a big question, Steve. You're asking me the what do we, how do we fight corruption question, really. What we have is a situation globally where there has been an organized attempt to uh, impose a variety of steps including the vaccines as kind of a point of entry that all lead towards a controlled situation that enables a variety of objectives that are um, on on key lists from various globalist organizations. And here in the United States, what we have is this, we can call it administrative state structure or the permanent administration, whatever you want to call it, or you can call it the deep state. But these people have clearly um, been very active in subverting any traditional norms for clinical research, biomedical ethics, or any consideration of people. And uh, particularly in the pediatric uh, setting, just as Naomi was saying, uh, have to become aware that this uh, abuse of the medical system and in all of its various ramifications, has got to be resisted, and people have to become alert and aware, just as you were saying about election integrity. It's the same core problem. Dr. Malone, I know you got a new piece, and we'll have you back about uh, about uh, Georgia Maloney and, and your experience in Italy and what you think this means. How do people get to this? How do they get to your Substack? How do they get to your uh, Getter account? Uh, I don't. I think you've been permanently banned on Twitter, but I may I may be speaking at a school there. How do people get to no, your content I'm right now? Permanent, permanent uh, off on Twitter and LinkedIn, and no interest really in going there. Uh, Getter is R W Malone M D or at R W Malone M D. The Substack is R W Malone M D. dot Substack dot com, and uh, we did put out a piece on uh, Miloni. And I've done a lot of uh, further background with my colleagues in Italy. Uh, there's a lot of hope uh, around her right now, particularly from young women that are very enthusiastic about her as the first female prime minister, but also a certain amount of healthy skepticism because of the widespread perception that Italy is basically controlled by the United States and by Brussels, uh, the European Union. Big time. That's a brilliant piece. I want everybody to read it. Dr. Malone, thank you very much uh, for joining us. And thank you, by the way, said so the war room is easy. We just provide a platform uh, and bring on fascinating, interesting people like yourselves that are knowledgeable. And that's what's made this show. And you guys being so correct. As Steve Cortez has been in economics. We've been in geopolitics. You've been so correct. 
on everything to do with this pandemic and the vaccine. So thank you. Honored to have you on here as always, sir. Thank you, sir. I want to bring in Karen Siegman now, American, uh, the American Freedom Alliance. Talk about the deep state, the administrative state, the globalist, what happened in Italy. Your conference this week uh, could not be better timed. We just had this earthquake in, in, in politics, global politics in Italy, and we're about to have another one in Brazil. Tell us about the conference yeah. and what what are you, the speakers are amazing. In fact, we got Kevin Freeman's going to join us in a little while. He's one of the speakers. I will be there. What's the American Freedom Alliance? What are you guys trying to accomplish? And why is it so? I, I know you thought about this before and you scheduled it. You perfectly got it between the Italian and the Brazilian election, ma'am. <laughs> right. <laughs> Perfect timing. Um, it just it it struck us, anybody who watches what's going on, that while we are under the impression that we have elections and maybe they're legitimate, I happen to think they're not particularly legitimate in this country. But even so. Um, there are still puppet masters. A lot of what we've been undergoing has been um, engineered, orchestrated, um, conspired by people outside of the realm of governance. Um, we can call it meta-government, meta meta-national, meta supranational, um, and any of those kinds of things where they're beyond the scope of elected governance. And when COVID hit, we saw okay how, how do how do people when 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 people hear that and maybe people are not up to yeah. the speed of writings why do they think that you just don't have your tinfoil hat on and you've kind of left the earthly bounds of rationality ma'am yeah um great question two years ago if someone had said what i just said i would have thought that they were crazy but if you really have your eyes open there's too many coincidences uh, the Globally, the, how the reaction to the pandemic was too uniform. You mentioned before, um, Italy was the first to shut down. We talk about Israel, um, Germany, Austria, everywhere was sort of following the, the Chinese example, um, even the United States to too great a degree. And it was uniform. The language was uniform. The propaganda was uniform. The narrative was uniform. And to a certain extent, you could sort of understand it, except when the truth started to come out, that the pandemic itself wasn't particularly harmful and that there were treatments, but instead of celebrating, they doubled down on the tyrannical overreach, the shutdowns, the vaccine, the vaccine passports, the, the really the strangling of freedom. It became too apparent that um, who the people we've elected are not the ones in charge. And it's apparent at every single level from the who so, so we have these supranational organizations, they're extra sovereign, they're attacking sovereignty, they're, um, they're attacking regional governance, they're attacking local, local governance, they're attacking every single sector that we deal with, the media, um, entertainment, the public square, Twitter, you were just talking about kicking people off of Twitter. Um, education, of course, medicine, science, as Dr. Malone was just talking about, and Naomi as well. There's really not a sector that's untouched. And you can tell that if you are a person seeking truth, because whenever you check what's coming out, it is counter to truth. And whenever you speak the truth, they are shutting you down. I don't know, you know, I, I just say we should each draw our own conclusions. The conference is aimed to reveal all of these things, um, the World Economic Forum, the UN, um, Agenda 2021, 2021, uh, 20, 
Agenda 21 and 2030, the Great Reset, various sectors. So we have Ed Dowd talking about the financial sector. We have Mike Rechtenwald talking about the Great Reset. We have people talking about education. We're just putting it out there. We're putting out the words of Klaus Schwab and Yuval Harari, putting out the words from the World Health Organization. Just, you know, everyone should feel free to wear their tin hats or not. We're not telling anybody what to think. We're just presenting the data Karen, that we Karen, found. Karen, Karen, you've got an amazing cast of, of, uh, yeah. of speakers and thinkers. How do people go? I want to know now how they go to the website. Is it going to be live stream? If people can't get to California, how can they get access to this? Because you've really put together an extraordinary conference. So how do people, and they can make their own minds up. You hear these speakers, they'll put right, forward exactly. their evidence and we're not telling you exactly. what to think. So, so no, it's, it's how just, do people get to it? Or if they still get tickets, where do they go? If they want to attend and if not, where do they go to view it? Right. So um, all the information is on AmericanFreedomAlliance.org. So .org. We have the list of speakers. We have the bios of the speaker and speakers. And of course, we're beyond thrilled that you will be keynoting on Saturday. Um, we have Ed Dowd on Sunday, an amazing roster. Tickets are available there. We may live stream portions of it, but in general, we're not. We, just for a number of reasons, but I also have to say that the energy at the conferences that we put on is like nothing else. You will be in a room with hundreds of people who are like-minded and passionate and truth-seeking yeah. and concerned and loving of America. So we're thrilled that you'll be there, AmericanFreedomAlliance.org. We also have a code for people listening right now. You can use the coupon Bannon and get a discount when you buy tickets. And it is in um, a southern portion of Los Angeles, and we are overjoyed to be yeah. doing this. It's it is literally. I want everybody. The by the way, we're gonna yeah, we're gonna broadcast live from there. We're gonna be bringing in all the speakers. In fact, we've got one of the speakers, Kevin Freeman, the expert on economic warfare. Yes. Darren Beatty, uh, who's also going to we're talking about economic warfare next. But this is going to be extraordinary. We're going to broadcast live from there. I'm actually speaking twice, and so I want everybody that's in the Southern California region or even Arizona to attend, go to the website right now. Karen, thank you so much. First of all, thank you for putting together the conference with these extraordinary speakers. I know it takes an incredible amount of work. Uh, and thank you for inviting us, and we look forward to seeing you there, kind of riding shotgun with us as we uh, broadcast from, on Saturday from the conference. Thank you. Okay, I want, I want everybody to go. Let's get it up. I want everybody to go get the... Uh, and by the way, a good primer, what you may want to do is uh, Alex Jones's The Great Reset and the War for the World. A fabulous primer if you're going to come. Let's get the book. If you get there, I'll tell you what. If you bring in Alex Jones' book, I'll autograph it for Alex. How's that sound? Short commercial break. Kevin Freeman, Darren Beatty next in the War Room. War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplugged Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone, including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger, better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. 
go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash war room to install the unplugged suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency. They put Peter Navarro in leg irons for simply doing his constitutional duty. Now they want to put Peter in prison for standing up for Donald Trump. Please go to Amazon right now and order Taking Back Trump's America to help fund Peter's legal defense. Taking Back Trump's America provides a critical MAGA blueprint to put Trump back in the White House in 2024. Buy Taking Back Trump's America on Amazon today. If they can put Peter Navarro in prison, they can come for all of us. Folks, let me tell you about Solti. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out. WARROOM BATTLEGROUND with Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, welcome back. Remember, our theory of the case here is about these created crises. It's one of the reasons that we're going to go to the American uh, Alliance, Freedom Alliance's conference this weekend and, and speak. Another uh, individual that goes, Kevin Friedman. We've had Kevin on here all the time of economic warfare. We've got Darren Beatty. Uh, a lot of things are happening about natural gas and energy and what's happening in Europe. And remember, we were the first ones to kind of say, hey, this border skirmish in in Ukraine and Russian speak, the Russian speaking Ukraine uh, is, it has a possibility of metastasizing and becoming actually something that can affect and impact the globe because of the energy policies and other ridiculous policies that the elites in Europe have made. I want to bring in the economic warfare expert, uh, Kevin uh, Freeman. We're going to have Darren Beatty join us in a second. Kevin, you, you've been the expert in studying this for decades, right? Economic warfare. You're the leading expert. You got a new book out, According to the Plan. This is about the CCP. The Chinese Communist Party. Tell me about uh, economic warfare, why it's more important than kinetic warfare, and why the United States has, quite frankly, been involved. I did a film on, on President Reagan off Peter Schweitzer's book called Reagan's War. The biggest element of that was economic warfare, as I go into in, in, in excruciating detail, particularly with the Saudis, oil and gas, uh, you know, ch- choking down uh, the ability uh, on, on the dollar. It was, it was extraordinary. Economic warfare, what is it? Why is it important? And why do people not fully understand it right now? 
Well, economic warfare has been around since the Peloponnesian Wars. It was uh, in operation during World War II with Operation Bernard, where they were counterfeiting uh, German currency. It, it is the means of defeating an enemy without firing a shot, because if you destroy an economy, you absolutely can't wage warfare. Uh, without an economy, it's impossible to wage. And, and you referenced President Reagan. One of the neat tricks that he pulled uh, was, and I've, I put this in my book, uh, Secret Weapon, uh, I'll just read. He had a technological embargo of the Soviet Union, but he arranged, uh, Thomas Reed, who was a member of the National Security Council, admitted this later, and I had it confirmed by Reagan officials. He arranged for the KGB to steal at a conference a few, uh, I think they were Intel chips, but they were chips designed to malfunction. They stole them, they duplicated them, they put them in their pipeline, and later, it caused, when they did malfunction, the largest natural gas explosion in history to that point, an explosion so big you could see it from outer space. This is economic warfare. You destroy your Kevin, enemy using economic means. Kevin, hang on. I, I'm going to bring you back in in a second and join us with Darren Beatty. Darren, so what Kevin <laughs> lays out, and by the way, you got to get his book according to plan. Kevin Freeman is one of the smartest guys around. He can connect dots. And now, as, as you know, he's on the Committee on the Present Danger. And we talk about the CCP and their infiltration and what they've done in capital markets, technology, all of it. But something's happened over the last 24 hours. And that's why I wanted Kevin on to give that antidote from basically the Cold War with the United States. What is going on with the Nord Stream 2 that President Trump warned people about? Darren, get us up to speed what's going on. And what's most disturbing is either... U.S. government officials or people that are close and or married to U.S. government officials are on Twitter, like making it seem like the United States actually did this. Walk us through what the facts are. Well, this is a remarkable story and a deeply serious development of the uh, global conflict centered in Russia, Ukraine. There are many players involved, but of course, the major players are Russia, Europe, which is in many ways Germany, and the United States. And a factor linking all of these uh, stakeholders in the U.S.-Russia proxy war is the Nord Stream pipeline itself, which has been long been the uh, sort of thorn in the side of the Atlanticist faction of the uh, U.S. national security establishment. What the Nord Stream pipeline does, Nord Stream 2 in this case, is it provides a mechanism whereby Russia can supply gas energy to Germany. And there is profound complementarity between Russia and Germany and the Atlanticist establishment, NATO and so forth, would do anything in their power to prevent this sort of natural economic alliance between Germany and Russia. Now, up until this point, U.S., NATO, however you want to express it, U.S. through its various proxy organizations, um, has attempted to uh, scuttle the Nord Stream pipeline through things like the Skirball affair, blaming that, using that as a pretext to implement sanctions. There have been many, many things. The Integrity Initiative, which is sort of a secret 
influence operation that operated on Twitter and other places designed to influence NATO-aligned countries against Russia, in particular against this pipeline. A lot of these sort of soft power mechanisms to scuttle the pipeline. Now all of those have gone out the window. The soft power is out. We're, we're down to kinetic here, kinetic economic warfare. And both Nord Stream pipelines have sustained severe physical damage, which according to reports will make them inoperable for the foreseeable future. All governments that have commented on this have said that this is an act of sabotage. And so the question is who benefits from this? Now, of course, uh, US and NATO aligned organs are saying that somehow the Russians did this without any explanation about why that would be so. But as you point out, one political official from Poland who happens to be married to Ann Applebaum, who is a uh, really a kind of royalty belonging to this Atlanticist establishment. Incidentally, she was part of the Integrity Initiative, this secret influence operation group designed to uh, condemn Russia and uh, sabotage the pipeline. He was sort of Mask off, had a mask off moment on Twitter when he actually thanked the United States and showed a picture of this big disturbance in the water where the uh, where the pipeline was, and you know, suggesting, okay, this is the work of the United States. Um, okay, okay, but but hang on, but hang on a second. This would be a act of war against the European people. Correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, they're, right now they're going to have a they're going to freeze over the winter anyway. The prices yeah. are going through the roof. That's why Germany's down with UAE. How possibly could the United States, it's almost inconceivable that any senior officials in a U.S. government would do this. What would be their justification? Because well, it's the European people, it's the people in Germany is going to suffer. That's a great question, Steve. And just for context, there are videos now going viral, circulating around of both Victoria Newland, who is another uh, sort of queen of the Atlanticist establishment, uh, color revolution uh, uh, royalty, who's engaged in a lot of regime change operations in Eastern Europe and against Russia. There's footage of Victoria Newland basically saying, yeah, Nord Stream 2 is done if Russia keeps provoking or going to Ukraine. Um, there's a clip of Biden saying the same thing. A reporter asked him, well, look, the Nord Stream 2 is the business of Russia and Germany. How can you so confidently say that you know, you'll destroy Nord Stream 2 uh, if Russia goes ahead with such and such? And Biden sort of uh, does his little smirk and says, look, you can be confident it Nord Stream 2 is done if, if Russia continues to provoke. And so we have major U.S. officials basically on record going all the way up to saying explicitly that the United States is prepared to do this either ourselves or through proxies if Russia crosses some unstated line. Well, um, and so people, the question that you asked is really important. Isn't this an act of yeah. war? Because this is a key pipeline. In fact, in the days leading up to this, there were major demonstrations in Germany demanding that Schultz uh, lift his prohibition on using the pipeline. Prohibition, of course, is a result of U.S. pressure. So up till very recently, there was a lot of domestic political pressure within Germany to have their leaders say, okay, the winter is going to be difficult enough. We have this pipeline. Let's use it. And so 
by making this impossible, by physically destroying the infrastructure, that takes that option off of the table. And so is this an act of war? This is the real question. In any ordinary circumstance, absolutely, this would be an act of war. But I think it's crucial to remind ourselves, war is a, it, it exists between competing sovereign entities. And in the most meaningful sense, Germany, and I would say Europe more broadly, is not a sovereign entity. Europe is essentially a vassal state of the United States and has been yeah. since World War II. It's a, and so, it's, it's a protectorate. It's a exactly. protectorate is what it is, exactly. like the old British. And it's a protectorate. That's right. Yeah. I used to argue this all the time. And it acts like a protectorate. That's what we... Yeah. That's what, and that's what the, the the globalists want. In the in the Middle East, the the, the Gulf states are protectorates. We have protect, That's why we have a trillion dollar defense bill. Darren, we got this is the first. We're going to go into this. How do people get to revolver? You're breaking news on this. This is almost hard to comprehend for an American yes. people. Where are no, they going to revolver is, to get the news? This is deeply, deeply serious development. We're going to be following this closely at revolver.news. We're covering it very closely already. Go to revolver.news for. Uh, stories and the latest updates and i'd love to come back in the near future to discuss as the situation oh no 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 i i i think these are going to break in i'm sure you're going to be here tomorrow morning <laughs> trust me just remember ladies and gentlemen write down this the law of unintended consequences the right. law no, of people, unintended consequences this is the oh, one this is just a pipeline. It's boring. No, this is deeply serious. This no. is a very, very no. big deal, Dude. and it could mark a major Strategic. escalation point in global conflict. Huge. Okay, we'll have you back on tomorrow. Uh, Darren, thank you very much. You're very good at Revolver. Kevin Freeman, this is how you spend your life. You've really focused on, on recently on China, but this is the type of thing that people say, well, it's a gas pipeline, maybe it's some valves. They don't understand. These are the types of things that move nations and move people. Talk to us about, on the other side of the equation, this is why we keep saying, I don't know why we're spending all this time focus on Russia. The enemy, the existential threat is the Chinese Communist Party. Walk us through your new book and walk us through the whole, you have a whole service to qualify financial advisors to make sure that people in their pension funds are not inadvertently financing the Chinese Communist Party's military. Kevin Freeman. Yeah, Steve. Well, first off, let me comment on, on the Nord Stream issue. Uh, you know, you wonder with what happened in Italy if the elite power world economic forum types aren't feeling that they're out of control. They don't want to be blamed when the energy problems happen this winter. They don't want to be blamed for that because of this war in Ukraine. So you you wonder if at some point they want to be able to shift the blame. Oh, no, it was a pipeline problem or whatever. So I, I, I don't know the answer yet. I'm going to dig into it and study it. But the thesis is it's all according to plan. Every guest you've had has said in this area, whether it's vaccines or election issues with Colonel John Mills, who's, who's a good friend and I've worked with him on the election issues, or the economy, or student loan forgiveness, or the borders with fentanyl, or, or military wokeness, or Black Lives Matter, or, or critical race theory. That's the, the theory is, and I believe it's fact, but the theory is it's all according to plan. So I wrote a book, it's a very simple, easy to read book. It does not get into the depth and the weeds uh, that some of the other books do because it's designed to be thin, something you can share with your neighbor and you can give it to your neighbor and say, hey, 
I don't know if all these, is this incompetence by the Biden administration? Is it just bad luck that we're experiencing? Or is it according to plan? And every chapter asks that question and it walks through all the key issues at a very high level, very easy to read. And anybody who reads it is gonna come back and say, oh my gosh, it's according to plan. We do the, the psychological trick. If you wanna convince someone of something, tell them A equals B and B equals C and leave, leave it to their imagination to conclude then A must equal C. And once they conclude that in their own head, you can't talk them out of it. They're so convinced. The problem is we hammer everybody with facts and figures and all of this. Instead, we lay out questions and we ask people to think about the border. Do you think they're doing this on purpose or they're just incompetent? And when they ask those questions, they come to that conclusion. So we put together a bundle uh, for your viewers, Steve. If you go to bannon.accordingtoplanbook.com, you get a twofer. You, you buy one book and you get two. It's a bundle. And you, you buy one bundle and you pay half of it. So you pay for only one book and you get both of them uh, for the price of one. So you can read one and share one with your neighbor. And you buy as many bundles as you want. It's a half off just for the Bannon viewers. Bannon.accordingtoplanbook.com and you can read all about it. And you're right. We mentioned in here that your money, the average investor, your viewers, their money has been weaponized against them by globalist elitists and the Chinese Communist Party. They're two enemies, we're fighting both enemies. And at the NSIC, nsic.org, we're training financial advisors at Liberty University. It's an eight week course. It's the most popular certificate course they've ever offered, the most profitable, the most successful certificate course ever offered. In eight weeks, we'll train a financial advisor to help you as a client weaponize your money to fight back against the Great Reset. So two offers, according to planbook.com, use Bannon, according to planbook.com. And on NSIC, just go to nsic.org and sign up if you're a financial advisor or encourage your financial advisor to sign up. We can win this economic war if we weaponize our money to do so. And that's what that's the business we do in the economic war room. Yeah. Now, this is uh, this is uh, Dean uh, Brett down there at Liberty. You guys are fantastic and fighting against the Chinese Communist Party. Almost boggles the mind. Now, Kevin is going to join us in California this weekend. He's going to be the live. He's actually going to be on the show. He's going to speak later in the day, but he'll be on the show Saturday. Kevin, your work is amazing. This according to plan too. It kind of boggles the mind, but people have got to read this and got to start connecting dots. So thank you. The bundle's fantastic. You get one because you're going to want to give it to your neighbor, your business colleague, or the guys you play golf with. Kevin, thank you so much. Real quickly, Kevin, how do people get to you on social media? At Economic War Room. Fantastic. And so, the at Economic War Room works, thank you very Twitter, much for Getter, whatever. Okay, we're going to see you this weekend in person. Kevin Freeman. Let's go to Michael Seifert. Uh, Michael, not, Michael, the reason we love having you on here is that we are absolutely maniacally focused on creating our own brands and making sure that people get access. There's no more cancel culture. There's, the way to stop all that is to build alternatives. Uh, tell people, we got a couple of minutes here. Tell people why you got motivated to do this and what is this tremendous service you, you, you offer to MAGA and the deplorables where they don't have to put up with any more crap, sir. Yeah, you nailed it. That is our motivation because I am one of those deplorables. I'm in the basket. And so for us, we have been motivated <laughs> to push back against the globalist elites. And actually, Steve, I think it's good timing because I had the privilege to listen to your last two guests, Kevin and Darren, 
speak about how the globalists have utilized the power of economics and weaponized that tool against the people that just want their countries to thrive. And so much of the so many of the challenges we're seeing today are largely because of how the globalist empire has brought under their umbrella this bundle of policies like DEI and ESG, these economic principles that are rather authoritarian and detrimental in nature. They've brought these into their toolhouse and they've weaponized them specifically against the American people. I mean, a great way that we wouldn't have to care about what's going on in these different countries and their problems and their pipelines is if we just manufactured it all here. If we were self-sustaining and we prioritized American-made businesses, America-first enterprise, we would have the most thriving economy we could ever imagine. And just like Kevin just mentioned, the best way we can push back against the Claude Schwab's of the world is by prioritizing our local small businesses that make our nation special, that prioritize nationalist economic principles in their manufacturing and where they source their goods. That's how we win in the long run. And so what we've actually done is created a tool called Public Square. You can find it at publicsq.com. We're the world's largest compilation of America first businesses. And it's all free to join, free for the business and free for the user. We've created this so that Americans like me, patriots that love their country and love their freedoms and are tired of the globalist elite, can know with a blessed assurance that every dollar they're spending is supporting a business that supports the type of country that they want to create. And it's been amazing to watch how this has grown through the power of local commerce. It's, it's well, really here, 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 here's where we love having you on. You took action. You built this. And now this is how do people get to the app? We got a couple of minutes because you actually took technology and advanced technology and programming and you connected this and you made this marketplace for basically American entrepreneurs. And we know that that's what's going to get crushed here in this downturn. So real quickly, tell people, I, I want to know how they download the app, how do they get to it, how do they get to your site and how they start to use this service. Yeah, thanks for asking, Steve. It's pretty simple. You head to publicsq.com and that's the best place to get started because on that website, you can either sign in right there and you can utilize the platform on the web or you can head to an app version, but the links are both there at publicsq.com, both to iOS for the App Store and Android for Google Play. Uh, so that's the best place to get started. You create an account, takes about three minutes, and you're off to the races. If you're a business, you can add your business there. That's also free. We've got about 30,000 vendors on the platform today, which is absolutely phenomenal. And we're growing by the day. Thousands of new community members are coming into the experience. Uh, hundreds of new businesses are joining every day, making this experience one that is uh, built by strength in numbers. And so that's a great place to get started. And then we'd love to hear users' feedback. We just launched nationwide about 11 weeks ago on July 4th. And the feedback we've received since then has been tremendous. The best thing about all this, Steve, is when consumers come onto the platform and they share about how they finally feel like they're not alone. They don't feel crazy anymore because they're getting connected to hundreds of thousands of other consumers who share their values. And businesses that love our country, America First businesses, are profiting in the process. Real quickly, what's your social media? How do people track you down? You're an extraordinary young man. You've done a great service to your country, sir. Thank you, Steve. Thank you. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Real Michael Seif, S-E-I-F, or you can find me on Instagram at Real Michael Seif, S-E-I-F-E-R-T. Michael, thank you. Public SQ. Thank Want everybody to go check it out. You want to be a nationalist, think like a nationalist, act like a nationalist. Be back here tomorrow morning. 10 o'clock in the morning.